0: Hi there, it's Sue, and thanks for joining me for Tips and Talk Day. These are bite-sized topics that I pull from community questions and things that I'm observing in the world of handmade small business. If you'd like to submit a topic, DM me over on Instagram at giftbizunwrapped. Gosh, this year I've rolled out a number of new opportunities for you here. There are the bashes where you have a chance to showcase your business to this entire listening audience. There's the new OWL app when you have a quick question where you'd like my input. And now I'm excited to bring you Gift Biz Boosts. Think of these as free strategy sessions, leaving you with a clear action plan to boost you forward. Whether you're at the beginning of your business journey and need concrete steps on how to start, or you've been doing this for a while and could use a fresh approach. These boosts are for you. You'll know a podcast is a boost if you see that word in the title. Want to get your own free boost? I'm taking these on a first-come, 1st serve basis. Head over to giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash boost and sign up for your session today. My favorite number is two. For real. I know, I know. You'd think it would be number one, right? I mean, who doesn't want to be at the top? In the lead. The winner, if you will. And yes, that position is great. And I've been there my share of times. The leader in sales contests in my early corporate days. The manager of the top sales team as I advanced in my career. An achiever of other things I've attempted in my life too. If you want to hear about that on a personal level, take a listen to Tips and Talk episode number 78. I'm guessing you can identify times in your life when you've been on top too, so you'll be able to compare what I say here with your own experiences. Maybe it's becoming homecoming queen, holding a position on the PTA, or being the leader for a nonprofit or a club event. Spots at the top can have many faces. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy and work to achieve that position. But in other cases, I like being number two better. Maybe I'll say this a little differently. I like being number two just as much. How about that? Here's why. Being on the top automatically places you in a position of defending your turf. If you're in an elected position or leading a team, Your performance will dictate your ability to stay in that spot, so the pressure is on. You're also in a position where critiquing is at an all-time high. By nature, unfortunately, we judge people all the time, and holding the top rank magnifies the analysis of you. Many expect you to be perfect when you're in the number one spot, because, I mean, how'd you get there after all? You're also the benchmark to beat if someone wants to challenge your post. That means there's talk and analysis about your performance, which can be hurtful. I also learned that being on the top can be lonely. In quite a few positions, I've been privy to confidential information and behind-the-scenes knowledge that had to stay with me. That meant a limited sounding board to hash through action steps or ideas for improvement. In this spot, you see behind the scenes and all the messiness most people don't know about. To be honest, sometimes it's nice just not to know. Of course, being number one comes with a lot of great honors, too. The achievement you feel when you've reached your goal. It can come with recognition and respect with those around you. And of course, that feels great, too and it also includes the ability to affect progress and or change in your area of control. Success or failure starts and stops with you when you're in the primo position. Some people thrive on this, and some don't care for it at all. Me, I've been in both spots. Times where I've loved being in the lead, and others where I couldn't wait to pass the torch. I guess in summary to this point of the conversation, being number one has its definite pros and cons. Now let's talk about the value of being number two and why this is my favorite number. When you're in second place and you want to reach for the top, you have a vision and a position to strive for. Maybe you're like me in that it keeps me motivated and energized to go for more. In that quest, you may challenge yourself to increase your knowledge or skills around things you've never considered for yourself before. Or you may stretch yourself to do things you never thought you'd be capable of. When your desire and motivation are great enough to push you out of what's comfortable, to see what can be possible, it's the best feeling in the world. But guess what? Most of the time, We get trapped in our heads and we become the obstacle standing in the way. There is nothing like the feeling of success when you break through your self-imposed barriers. By being a business owner, you hold both spots, number one and number two. As the owner, you run the ship, of course. Even if you have a team of people working with you, you're the one who envisioned and started the ball rolling with your company. You put in place the structure, the plan, no matter how formal it is, and let's not forget the whole maker methods behind production and presentation of your products. You're also the one who people come to with questions or to get approval of new ideas. That's all part of your role as the leader and owner of your business. Your number two spot comes in when you consider your business among others within your industry. Depending on what definitions you want to give to these rankings, there's always someone doing things that you perceive to be a step higher than you, bigger or better, if you will. And I know this can be intimidating. I've experienced it. Another maker who's been in business longer and has more sales. Someone who seems to be more creative than you in product promotion or is ahead of you with social media followers and on and on. The next time you see someone progressing ahead of you, I want you to reposition your thinking and open your mind to the benefits of being second. Seeing a fellow maker succeed proves that it's possible for you too. It's evidence that there's a path to that level. While your road does not, and actually should not, mimic someone else's, you can take clues from their actions to spark ideas for your own forward progress. Seeing others do what you've been afraid to do can spark action in you and open your mind's eye to a whole new level of opportunity you never dared believe is possible. I'm here to tell you that it is possible, and being number two provides the motivation for you to get there. That's a wrap. I'm a get-to-the-point kind of girl, and this is what you can expect from these quick midweek sessions. Now it's your turn. Go out and fulfill that dream of yours. Share your handmade products with us. We want them, and they bring us both so much happiness.